Clear broadcasting service. Let me hit record real quick. Yeah, the, the fingerprints on your screen look like an entire landscape. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. I think we're live. And we're live. Oh, I think so. You yeah. are. How are you doing, This show is brought to you by Voltage. Voltage. Uh, Kyle, so uh, what do you think about Voltage? They're an awesome sponsor. I'm sure they love what we're doing here to spread their brand. I'm sure when. People think of voltage. This is exactly the image that they're looking for. Facts. Facts. PBS, yeah. folks. Welcome to another episode of PBS. Voltage, our sponsors, definitely won't won't whip you if you don't use their service. But if you don't use your service, you're failing because their service is great. If you're building, whip your Bitcoin into shape with Voltage. Exactly, folks. Folks, listen. Serious infrastructure for serious builders building on the lightning network oh voltage <laughs> voltage is um voltage will look man when you're feeling um i was going in a different direction but yes it's <laughs> trying to take it into the alcohol version of things versus the other version of things we were allowed to stack sats and because you're saving money on voltage and you can spend it on uh, having a good time for halloween Facts. Yeah. Uh, how can we make that rhyme? It's, we'll so, yeah. we'll come back to it. Thank you, Voltage. <laughs> Thank you, Voltage. <laughs> hey, man, we try to have a good time at, at PBS. So, welcome to the uh, first annual Halloween costume party version yeah. of PBS. Woo! We've got denim, denim Dan. Yeah, I was also going for a karate instructor from the '80s. Okay. And something from I don't understand the reference to Ready Player One. I guess I haven't seen it enough times. No, I was more I was more going for the book cover than the movie. Hmm. I don't think I know the book cover either. Apparently. Yeah. It looks like you nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to just be like guy stuck in the metaverse. Joker looks like the uh, the lead character combined with the the programming wizard who created uh, the like metaverse. Yeah, the wizard. Somebody said, why is Kyle dressed normal now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough about my costume. Thank you, folks, whoever that was. <laughs> Actually, I'm sweating, and it's, 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 it's a little warm. You look like the Halloween shop was closed, and so you improvised. Look, folks. So, so this morning when we decided to go to the Halloween store, I like eighty-five percent, eighty-five percent jokingly was like, "Why don't we just like go as like uh, Dom and and sub and like you can carry a whip?" And she laughed and then agreed to it, and I just kind of kept going with it from there. So yes, we actually started at the Halloween shop, and uh, then we had to make a couple of sketchy appearances at some less savory locations. Uh, no, I don't know what that is. 
that's where that's kind of what we were looking for so i wish i knew that existed because that's probably what i would have done we ended up at the like mega adult mart directly across the highway from my apartment complex that we never thought we'd end up in and then uh from there we ended up at hustler where i found the underwear that i was going to wear as my outfit but um Ooh. it just seemed a little bit over the top once we actually got here so yeah, 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 like the magazine Hustler. They have like a new sex store on South Congress, so. I just want to describe for the audience uh, that your fiance is dressed very casually compared to you. Well, yes. Currently. She's dressed like she's about to take the dog out for a walk. <laughs> she, got, she got out, yeah, I'm, I'm dressed like the dog, exactly. Yeah, she got out of costume. So it's, uh, it's actually maybe more appropriate now that she's in that costume because then we can just be like, yeah, she's the dog walking mom and I'm, the dog. You know, it's, it's even been more a weird day, folks. This, I just wanted to pack up my apartment, and then we decided to go Halloween shopping, and then we were at sex stores, and now we're at PBS. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funnier than this. If you walked outside the door onto Sixth Street, you'd probably blend right in. Mm. That's facts. I don't think anybody would take a second glance. Nope, I don't. I don't think so either. It's not. What's up, John? How you oh, doing? Oh, John from Zaprite in the background. That's a great costume. It's a great costume. John is uh, sporting his uh, <laughs> Halloween costume. John, you, you, you missed the first, the first appearance of the costume where I, I had my, my dom in her bustier with her whip. But um, now I'm just the dog and she's the dog walking mom. <laughs> Should we like show off the costumes that everybody are we doing? Wearing? Are we doing a, a pleb lab swing through of all the costumes? Probably. Uh, all right, great. We're gonna show everybody our costumes. Who wants to start? Yeah, who wants? Who should we start with? We have uh, Nick right, coming up, go. dressed as Captain Texas. Yo yo yo. Or Larry. Hey. Or dressed as Larry Chang. I'm a uh, Captain Texas. This is my uh, this is my horse. It's my horse Toby. Say hi to the camera, dude. Save Say a hi. horse, ride a cowboy. Don't knock it over. Though. Yeah. You can tell he's a uh, he's a baby horse. Yeah, it's a nice breed. He's a baby. It's actually his birthday today. Happy he's one years old, and he's got a he's got a birthday thing on here. Oh, happy uh, birthday, so Toby! Uh, happy birthday. He's one. He's old enough to drink. <laughs> but yeah, Captain Texas, go! All right, who's That's next? Cool costume. Yeah, who's next? Let's see. Next up, we have Jana. Probably the most Texas dressed out of all of us I'm here. Farmer Jan. Farmer my Jan. Boots on. Right on. My hat. That's it. Your pitchfork. Didn't didn't bring that today. It's tough times on they the farm. They left it in the field because uh, it was a hard day at work. Right on. And next up we have uh, who's coming up next? Oh uh, Logan. He's putting uh, together his. Um, Hungover Lex Friedman costume. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Logan is accessorizing right now. He's plugging some things in. Oh, wow, now I'm intrigued. I thought I knew what you were, but now I have no clue. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay, I've been seeing a lot of breaking the rules of the time-space continuum here. Officer John Carbine of the Intergalactic Time Cops. This is the badge I would have if I wasn't sick all fucking week and put together the rest of this costume. Oh. You're under arrest, and you, and you, and probably some other people. I'm Captain Texas. That's nice. I haven't seen that show. Is that like a show or a movie or? Uh... No, there's nothing. It's nothing. Because time cops like a thing. Yeah, time cop is some other thing, but it's pretty. All right, next up we have Car Gonzalez as Jason. That's pretty great. Not his little tongue twisted right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best uh, voltage ad we've ever had. Right there. Yeah. Sponsored by Voltage. Thanks, Car. Who's up next? Oh. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll what just are you help, supposed I'll to help be? you kill. I'm not anything. I, I was going to say Captain Kirk. Today, you were just missing like the little Starfleet command thing right there. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing Wrangler instead. Yeah. You could have pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping my uh, my wife would get me a costume, but she didn't, so oh. I just coded all day. But I saw Ke Keon's about to come out, his costume. I saw him. I just looked up earlier while I was working. Yeah, his costume requires It was a the most of... cursed image I've ever seen in Plub Lab. An yeah. absolutely terrifying form that I he is taking. I wholeheartedly um, agree. That it, really, it makes... really couldn't be overstated. It makes a terrifying sound, too. Yeah. Well, and it was amazing, too, because there was no noise. Like, it was completely quiet in here. He had no noise putting on the costume. And then he walked out, and you hear that sound, and you see that form, and uh, something else. Oh, God, I can see it in the distance. Wow, it's really intimidating, that costume. <laughs> oh, He's really gosh. trying to win that, uh, was it a million sats that we have on the line for best costume? Yeah. It's quite a big price. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is oh, freaking out. I gotta out. get out here. Poor Toby. All right. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Good to let my God. come on PBS after all these years. Yeah, just make sure you have the mic like it's just like an inch away from your mouth. Oh. Wherever that may be. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Hi, Topher. What's going on? Um, I forget which one of the Teletubbies is the purple one. Don't um, they have names? Uh, it's Tinky Winky. It's Tinky, Tinky Winky. Winky. Okay. Tinky Winky, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I like how you're, uh, you light up at the top. I do. It's a feature of my body. Wow. <laughs> do, uh, does that happen when you're feeling a certain way? Yeah, when I'm... Uh, Around a whip. Oh. It, uh, <laughs> oh no! Careful, I don't want to show you what's what's playing on my belly right now because it might be inappropriate. Yeah, I mean I can describe it for the audience. Go ahead. Uh, it's a uh, the picture of a baby. Um, That's right, guys. What's the, we don't let's not tell them what's happening to the baby. Okay. <laughs> Man, so uh, are you uh, looking to win the costume contest? You what think you're in the running? 
Sorry, Topher. I got interrupted by uh, a very naughty boy. <laughs> a very naughty boy with a ball gag that uh, fell out of his mouth. So now he has an opinion. Bad boy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what do you think your chances are for winning the costume contest? Um, I don't, it's like uh, one out of five, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put we we're, we offered two hundred dollars, uh, and it only got like five people to dress up, mm. which is pretty great. I mean, it's hard to just get even. I I used to throw Halloween parties, and it's hard to get anyone to. The microphone dress up at all. is uh, poking your eye out. Oh, uh, I just, just want to make sure you're feeling comfortable there. Yeah, no, I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> uh, Kyle is uh, uh, influencing my behavior. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think uh, Zaprite is uh, judging the contest, right? Taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, so, I'm gonna go have a beer. They all right. Let me do this on. Tinky Winky, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So, how are things going at UT, man? Uh, things are going great. Yeah. So, uh, how did the how did the second half of the last weekend go? Did it like segue well from our presentation to the Cash App presentation? I think it did. Yeah. It. So Dee sort of had a plan, and her plan was that we were going to show so, sort of like, okay, here are all these examples of people who are in the industry uh, who've had different career paths, and try to, to try to appeal to like a variety um, so that anybody that is in the class could maybe kind of see what path that they would want to take, like what interests them the most, what right. inspires them. What's so, available. Yeah, so... Um, we did the Pleb Lab panel, so we pretty much had like a whole range of companies. I mean, Zaprite, Stacker News, like just like with the things that Pleb Lab are doing. So it's kind of like it represented everybody, including what Carr is doing, like being a content creator. Foss, media, uh, and then a couple of different companies doing slightly different things. Yeah, like Supers, like um, contributions to open source. That was great to highlight. And then, uh, yeah, so then when we did uh, the next day, we had um, two engineers come in from Oakland, uh, one from Square and one from Cash App. And uh, the, the Square engineer, oh, I forget her name, um, she did a presentation uh, basically teaching like the basics of how a lightning channel works. And she did a great job, like her, the way that she broke down the presentation. She used a lot of emojis. Um, and it, and it worked, it like actually worked out really well to sort of explain like how a lightning channel works. Interesting. And, yeah. And then, uh, the, the engineer from, um, cash app, uh, his name was Matt. Uh, he did like a really interesting presentation basically on how like cash app as sort of like a, a big company, a company that has obligations. Sure. Uh, how they sort of like walk the line between regulation and the lightning network, which is this totally unregulated thing. And so he was actually going into their infrastructure a bit. And it was really cool to, uh, to watch his presentation. So yeah, it was like, overall, it was like really great. 
um, I found myself uh, sort of being engrossed in the presentations myself. I, I mean, I can't speak for the like the kind of the breadth of the class so far because I haven't been in most of the classes. But it seemed like while we were there, uh, the students were like engaged. They were asking questions. Um, like, what's your kind of like? I think you're a little over, ha like, just over halfway done now. Yeah. Um, what do you think the like the general vibe of the class from what you would imagine the student perspective being like so far? You think there's a strong possibility that we get the good thumbs up and get to branch this out into undergrad as well? Oh, I think that's a given. Yeah. I don't know if it will be at UT uh, because I don't know the politics involved in like getting this class presented to undergrads. But as far as like, you know, I was thinking of like Austin Community College or other colleges in the area. Like, it I just mean, seems from what like I was brainer. told, what I was told at, I mean, I want to, I want to start trying to get a little pushover to Austin Community College as well, if for no other reason than to give them a little to the <laughs> fact that they a year ago are basically the reason I started Austin Bitcoin Club and Pleb Lab. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm they literally like car members. I'm sure Keon even remembers like. Yeah, I was really close to getting arrested. That was fun. Oh, well, the students really loved the class. That's good. And I, and honestly, from what well, I guess I got a little off track, but like what I was saying is that like when I remember talking to the professor while like me and D and him were kind of coordinating getting the class set up, it was um, like basically the possibility for getting it pushed into undergrad and getting it like renamed on the syllabus next year to actually align closer to like a Bitcoin name because it is a Bitcoin class. Basically, all it needs is like this class that you guys are teaching now gets like a good or better rating at like the end of the year on like the little like bubble quiz from the students. Yeah. And then it's I mean, again, per perhaps it's a bit more complex than like he walked me through. But it sounds like if it gets that vote, it becomes a lot easier to push it into like actually opening it up for the rest of the school next year. So I think we're doing really well with the students. Um, our homework has been pretty clear. Um, all of the students in the class are on Bitcoin core. They know how to do Bitcoin transactions. They know how to do it from like raw bytes. Like they, they, they really know how like everything works on a low level. So, um, it's really nice. Just like having these conversations with the students where they're, they're actually like building like really sophisticated things. And, uh, so I, so far, the feedback that I've gotten is that they really enjoy the open-endedness of the class and the technical detail. So I think the only other thing we really need to focus on is to make sure that the administration sees what they need to see. Right. In terms of like the work that we issue, what the students turn in, and then what the administrators see at the end of the year. So I, that's the last half of the year, right? Is like, I believe the game plan is like transitioning towards some kind of like end of year project almost like a like a hackathon if you will where they're basically turning in some type of well that's exactly what we're gonna have can you explain it a hackathon so so we're gonna have a hackathon at the end of the year uh where the students are going to get together in teams and it's the format's going to be pretty similar to like bitcoin plus plus or any other hackathon where it's just going to be like two days and they're going to, the students are going to get together in teams. 
they're going to either come up with an idea for the team or join a team that already has an existing idea, put together um, like an outline and a presentation, and then try to put together a project. The project doesn't necessarily have to work. It, they just have to demonstrate that, all, that they went through the process of putting something together. Sure. I mean, that's even at like a really long format 48 hour hackathon a lot of the projects don't necessarily work and i assume you won't actually be doing a 48 hour hackathon it'll be the confines of like the two days five or six hours or whatever your typical standard class time is yeah so we're going to dedicate the time in class uh, for the hackathon event but we're also going to start things a little early so they will have november to sort of work on this. And uh, I talked to Carr about this, uh, possibly like having, inviting the students to Pleb Lab to work on their projects here. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so um, they're gonna have ample opportunity. We have opportunity. fresh new desks. We do, yeah. It's, uh, you really put your wife to work, putting all these desks together. It looks uh, great. It was a win-win. She wanted something to do and I had already made a cash offer, so my wife ended up being a contract worker for Pleb Lab this week. It was great. Yeah. And then, and then it's really nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the desk came out really nice. I like these little desks, honestly. And actually one of the really cool things about it, at least on this side of the space is I actually think I can fit six desks more than I originally thought we could fit in Pleb Lab, which increases our total capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I walked in here. More smart people working desks were put together like right there where you have the four desks put together yep that looks to me i feel like and i'm honest when i say this that looks better than what they have over at the commons like i think that's a better setup i don't sorry comments <laughs> sorry i'm just spitting facts over here but uh it looks really nice we love you guys over there at the bitcoin commons good folks doing good things yeah but thank you for the nice words topher we think it looks pretty good too Looks even better when smart people are sitting at it, like this guy here, kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> Everybody just looks fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, does anybody, did we get a list for this Halloween special? We got any topics? Car? He's falling behind. He's like not doing shit this week. Thank you, sir. We got, uh, started on what, kind of, what kind of special stuff? Anybody got anything happening this week at Pleb Lab? Nope. We got a. Are we allowed to talk about what's going on with John? Is that okay, John? No, it's not okay no. to talk about, or it's. Yeah, you probably can't say anything because. Uh, <sighs> hey, America, fuck off. Leave my friends alone. We do have a workshop tomorrow. We do have a workshop tomorrow? What's yeah, the workshop on? Which one are we on? We're, oh, we're on. It's your workshop. My workshop, yeah. Show your workshop, Topher. So denim my workshop Dan. is going to be how Tomorrow's to... Tomorrow's workshop by Denim Dan. By Denim Dan. How to develop on Bitcoin Core by Denim Dan. Yeah. So the workshop is essentially, I'm going to walk you through Bitcoin Core, uh, how to set it up on RegTest, how to mine your own blocks, make yourself a, a multimillionaire, um, play okay. around with transactions, send coming. money around. And then the really cool thing is going to be how to do all this stuff using a, a programming language. Stack so, sats and stay humble, folks. And, and help write programs that will change the world. Yeah. Facts. No, I, I really like, I haven't participated in any of them. But any I've come, of the hackathons? No, the, the 
the workshops. Or the workshops. Yeah. I'm I'm um too much of a Luddite to like get it. And like technical stuff is like I I would I've tried. I've like I actually like got offered a free course for like a training program at Salesforce and I literally after like two days of like two hours of like trying to go through their their like course, I like would just like rather scoop my eyes out with dull spoons and I was just like this is this is definitely not for me. I don't I don't understand. I can't like not only do I not understand it, but it's like one of those things where like I don't I don't have the like uh the passion to like really dive into it. Like I've heard Austin speak about like how it doesn't really click for him either, but it was something he really wanted to do. It was something he really wanted to get, so he was able to kind of like push through that hurdle. But I I like I don't have that desire to get over the hurdle. I've found it interesting that over 18 months, I like keep learning some technical things just by the very nature of like being surrounded by really smart people. But like the idea of diving into like courses and really trying to get technical, it's like, I know my lane and I kind of just stay in my lane. I, I like, like how you are comparing uh, programming on Bitcoin to uh, using Salesforce. Not it's not it's not the same thing for sure. No. Salesforce is terrible. I would. <laughs> that's facts. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Ter- I wouldn't be programming if that's how I started. The best thing I ever saw at Salesforce was uh, the guy who climbed the tower. Did you guys anybody see that? It didn't happen while I was in San Francisco. It was actually while I was living in Austin, and I don't even know how I saw it. But I just like one day there was like a breaking live thing, and there was a guy who like free climbed the Salesforce tower all the way to the top. Oh, wow. And it turns out that's the only oh, thing you, that's, or something? I don't, how did he get up there? Um, it's not no, there. there's like, so there's like, there's basically like these big glass windows, but there's also like ledging that you can like, Oh wow. So, so he, he free climbed to the building and he got all the way to the very top and the cops were up there waiting for him. And I just remember my favorite part about that story was the jokes about how the only way to get arrested in San Francisco being to climb Salesforce Tower. Because <laughs> you can literally do anything else there. You just yeah. can't climb Salesforce Tower. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to go there with the San Francisco jokes. Yeah, it's too easy. It's too easy. Yeah. Speaking of San Francisco. <laughs> I almost uh, went there. But <laughs> our, uh, our good friend and resident of Pleb Lab, Tristan is uh attending is uh draper you yeah have you talked to him uh i have I, yeah. you guys work together so i assume you're having some back oh, yeah. and forth yeah he he's has been back from the woods he's been kind of cryptic with the conversations i've had with him he keeps telling me it's like great and he's thinking about staying even longer and he's like kind of like telling me all the value that he's like being presented but i'm just like but but what about it yeah, he's not really allowed to talk about anything because they had him. Draper had him sign an NDA. That makes sense. So, yeah. So who knows what they're. Meanwhile, about. he tells me he wants to do a three-hour PBS special to talk about it, and I'm just like. A tell-all. A tell-all. Yeah, yeah. We'll break the rules once we get back to Austin. He'll probably like write a book or something about it. There's probably less people listening to PBS online than people listening to him and me talk on the phone. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. I think we have millions of viewers. Three people this week. Whoa, folks. Three people are watching. That's, we tripled our numbers. 
<laughs> and one user essentially counts for like a thousand. And like, it's the one user who's normally watching at home is sitting in the audience. So we're doing really good this week. Guys. One of those users may actually be Tristan. It could be Tristan. Shout out to Tristan if you're watching. You know what? That comment that, that came in earlier, that car read probably was Tristan. <laughs> Why is Kyle wearing his... I, like, we, we got words for Tristan when he gets back. He's left some, some mean notes about me and the... The belled. Yeah. I'm a belled motherfucker. I'm surprised you haven't uh, washed that off yet. I'm too lazy to get up there. I the don't... ladder was out here not too long ago. So what else has happened since the last PBS? This this super dynamic art room? Yeah. That's another thing I think. that's So as far as like liking the look of Pleb Lab, the paint all around the space really helped. We still need to get the blue down on the on the far end wall. I love being in that room. It feels creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It energizes you. It does. Yeah, that room came out really well. The, I like the it. The thing with the tape and, and the paint. Like, it was a fun project. It was a bit time consuming, so I'm sure Jana has like some thoughts on that that yeah. I do not. I only participated for like the day of tape and a, and a little bit of painting. So for people who have no idea what we're talking about, so the we have a room over here to the side where um, essentially through very crafty use of scotch tape, like taped all of these like triangles and other odd looking shapes. Yeah, just geometric patterns, really. It kind of almost has like a Fibonacci kind of. It's like a weird fractal thing, yeah. Yeah. Jenna, so, you want to talk about the work you did? Come tell us about all of the effort you put into it. Jana, the leader of Club Crafts. Hey. And the craftiest person in the office. Hey, Pleb Crafts. Um, we did some Pleb Crafts at Pleb Lab. So, yeah, we taped up the wall, um, which I didn't do alone. So that was like a Sunday project here at Pleb Lab with Kyle and I don't know if Carr did any tape. John did some tape. John did a lightning bolt, which was awesome. And then I think the only other person was G. G did a secret uh, Bitcoin symbol in there. Yeah. So then I had a lot of extra time because I just quit my job. And I painted it all, and it was really fun. Yeah. You basically did most of the work, I would say. Yeah, it was just kind of like putting a puzzle together, honestly, because all the pieces. Yeah. All the different little pieces. Probably the most like annoying part was just like opening different paint, paint cans like all the time. Yeah, and like you have washing to keep paintbrushes back and forth between colors. No, I reused a lot. Well, I did. I ended up not using very many because I reused a lot of stuff. Because I started putting the brushes in like plastic bags, which so is who a good hack. Had the pleasure of taking off all the tape. We had a we had a tape reveal party. Were you not? You did some. I did like a little bit. Oh, yeah, you did some, like, a little bit the day it, before. It got out of control pretty quickly. Are you the sticker bandit? Kyle did a lot of... The sticker bandit. ...tape. In this room? Oh, no. oh, so those stickers in the corner just, like, appeared? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where those came from. It's the sticker bandit. Did they uh, appear before uh, October 12th? <laughs> mm. uh, we had, yeah, we had a tape-pulling party, which... Uh, some guest appearances were made by some of my friends from Utah that were here. 
Really? Yeah. You brought him in. Yeah, I brought him in. They pulled That's some cool. tape off the wall. So that was fun. That's worth the trip. Yeah, for sure. They got some Bitcoin knowledge and they got to pull some tape. Yeah, which is like oddly satisfying. Very satisfying. It's been noted that Logan looks like a limo driver. Oh, yeah. So Definitely. we're... <laughs> a Zeppelin driver, yeah, like a steampunk Zeppelin limousine driver. So that's all, right? <laughs> uh, do you have any future plebcraft I do. I do have a future plebcraft idea, so let me just tell you about it and you tell me what you think. Okay. Do you know what a zine is? I have... I vaguely know what a zine is. Yeah, I mean, a zine can basically be like anything. But what I'm thinking is, so there's a way that you can make a little book out of one piece of paper just by folding it in kind of a clever way. So give everyone a piece of paper, say, um, write whatever Bitcoin-inspired ideas you feel like writing or explaining in a little zine, and then you get your own zine. Yeah, we could like oh. do one on, on Noster, like Noster zine. You do a Noster zine. Which could be, and it could be like a little educational like brochure type yeah. of thing. It could be like design. Yeah. Get some QR codes yeah, thrown up on that one. zine. Yeah. Zines are fun. Alex uh, Toshimoto, like he was working on doing a zine, and he had a really great design. Yeah. And he would, uh, I guess he had a local print shop around here. He'd go print them out, but yes. he found it better to fold it himself. For sure. So yeah. it was like. You would just print this whole thing out on a piece of paper, and I guess you could do this at home. Right. And just as long as you have the perforations and you fold it, then, yeah. Yeah, that part's pretty easy and kind of fun. I like the folding part. Yeah. I honestly just, like, I've always liked just cutting paper Speaking of folding, when I was a kid or folding it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty fiat of them. Yeah, Bitcoiners can fold paper. Uh, a long time ago, I made a a poetry zine. I put one of my poems in a zine, and I used like very very rudimentary technology to make a design. And that rudimentary technology was Microsoft Paint. Oh. <laughs> a favorite of mine. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore, though, does it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't touched Windows in a long time. Yeah, but I feel like they the, killed it the recently. Idea, I feel like the idea still lives it on. It does, yep. Yeah. A lot of um, the Internet's culture existed. Like, it was spawned from Microsoft Paint, so it has a special place in my heart. I feel like that little um, Bitcoin wizard guy was probably made on Microsoft Paint. The magic internet money. Yep, yep. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he came from Windows. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I like the simplicity. Yeah. You know? Instead of like a exactly. simple interface. Exactly. I love simplicity, too. Yeah. Isn't that a protocol? Simplicity? Simplicity? It's a, uh, oh yeah, it's like, um, it's like a language. It's like a language that they're trying to make for Bitcoin or something. 
a higher level language. Simplicity. Yeah. So I'm excited about this new workshop. Yeah, you, know you think you would go? Uh, maybe in December. December? Yeah, the next Pleb Crafts. You're going to do a zine? Plug yeah. Like everybody makes their own. Zine. Everybody makes their own. Yeah. Yeah, or Christmas cards. Are you doing like crayon zines or like you're going to have everybody bring a laptop and do like a, like a digital workflow zine? No, no, it would be very. Uh, we could probably get some Analog, yes. Analog's the word. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah, getting magazines too, some like found material just to cut out. Yeah, I was at an antique store the other day. They got a lot, they had there was a lot of Life magazines. Life. Yeah. No, the Life one. Life magazine. You can't you can't call it women's anymore because women doesn't include enough people. <laughs> all right, that's all I have for you. Okay, thank you, Jen. <laughs> Thanks for the update. Yeah, Austin, come on up. Our friend Austin. Woo woo. right up here so, so yeah did you disappear to for a week oh well tabcomp i was there for a few days which yeah we were hanging out a lot uh and then i just went to an off-site with fold uh my company so yeah team building exercise <laughs> yep trust falling oh my god uh, a second teletubby has emerged uh, yeah. A slightly shorter one. This one is, let's see, Tinky Winky, oh. Dipsy. Dipsy. La oh, I think that, oh, yeah, La La Poe. Logan knows, like, every lore imaginable. That's true. If you ever have a lore question, even for a children's show, ask Logan. Uh, are, we, are they coming to participate? Are they coming to eat us? Yeah, he's coming I to devour I can't, I can't quite tell. I'm just going to... <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, right. Here we are. Come on up, please. Don't eat me. Yes, you're doing, yeah, um. a special educational uh, section. Um, wow, how much time do we have? Yeah. What's the clock look like? This is this is the most cursed episode of uh, PBS. Mm. Oh, oh, but my gosh. apparently the kids love this stuff. <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know how I feel about this. Childhood dreams and nightmares. I'm more of a together. Blippi fan, to be honest. You ever seen Blippi? I haven't seen Blippi. No, yeah. I haven't. It's, um, it's a children's show with a guy that is just really good with kids. And, uh, and now he's a freaking billionaire because he just makes children's content. Uh, that was amazing. All right, say goodbye to Tinky Winky and Poe. You know the baby son on uh, Teletubbies? It's like no. the baby, like the. Oh yeah, it's on their it's on their bellies. Yeah, it's uh a, like the sun comes up and the sun is like a baby, but it's not like a a still frame of a baby. It's like a gif of a baby. 
Yeah, it's like the the baby is superimposed mm -hmm. on the on the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some serious uh pagan undertones in Teletubbies, you know. So uh <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like what are those symbols on their heads really mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like some Blair Witch Project shit. <laughs> wow, Tinky Winky looks like he really let himself go when he sat down. <laughs> He's just letting it all out. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're at a team building exercise uh, with uh, Fold. It, it was wasn't that? a team building. It was just like planning, like sprint planning, idea generation, stuff like that. So there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting talk of lightning features like what does it look like for kind of bigger apps and companies to integrate lightning wallets and what kind of features do users want how can you give features the most uh, users the most control over lightning features and all of these things it's so it's so complex there's a lot of trade-offs and thinking about it but uh had i been to phoenix yeah i've i've driven through phoenix like in my band days, but it was the first time me staying there for like an extended period of time. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was nice when we were there. Um, yeah. And for Fold too, like Fold is a fully remote company, which is a bit of a trade-off, but when you consider how much like you save on office space, just being a fully remote company, you save a lot of money. Um, and like, because they save so much money, they're able to get people together like once every two, three months and bring them to like an awesome, like Airbnb, like a mansion type experience and all just expenses paid. spoil us. Yeah. All expenses paid. And still even doing that, they're saving t like 50% of what they would be spending on an office. So, you know, I'm pretty like remote, pretty bullish on remote, but also like being here at Plev Lab, having the in-person aspect is kind of irreplaceable um what's the farthest uh one of your coworkers uh traveled in order to come to this retreat uh probably like uh northeast like boston boston something like that yeah so that's a pretty nasty trip 12 hours 14 hours two different flights to phoenix i think wow that's uh it was volt or fold was like Flying him spirit or economy or what? I don't know. Cause this should. I, I flew. Know, should I flew like Frontier. Hours. I flew right from Tabcomp to Phoenix, and I flew Frontier. I didn't know they had a, uh, or they didn't have Wi-Fi, so I'm like crammed in, in the middle seat, and I have no Wi-Fi, like nothing on my phone, and all I have on my laptop is the Rust language book. So nice. I just read. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Not the most interesting reading, but uh, that's what I did. And yeah. Okay. Sure. And then it's like a, to bits. Uh, that's on theme. Yeah. I don't want to give to away bits the and bites. But uh, yeah, it sounds like a cool retreat. Yeah, it was cool. What do you think about? Uh, I guess last topic, something I want to talk about. What do you think about the Elon acquisition of Twitter? Oh yeah. Big deal. Uh, I think I it's hear great. He's a big business mogul. Elon. Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, let that sink in. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. not not the not the funniest joke, but appreciate the uh dedication. I like that he uh doesn't take the world seriously. Um but really does, does at the same wants. time. He likes uh he likes to hack things um and not just rocket ships but he likes to like hack um finance so a lot of like his worth and like his company's worth are really just sort of theoretical and like the price of the stock and everything but he could still leverage that wealth to like buy out companies so like yeah. he sort of like leveraged like his his worth to buy out Twitter and uh, just to be a troll. And I think it's awesome. I feel like more, um, I feel like more CEOs that are sort of like in his position should follow suit and do the same thing and just start like, Yes. Yes. So uh, maybe Binance, uh, they contributed to the purchase of Twitter by Elon. Contributed like fifty million, something like that. And they and they announced it, and they explicitly said that you know they're excited for what Elon's going to do, and excited to help merge Twitter and the Web three blockchain revolution and all of this stuff. So a lot of, uh, I guess the high signal Bitcoin people today are saying like, get ready for a shitcoin integration on Twitter. Oh, it's already um, integrated. You have, um, Oh, it already has NFT integration. In yeah. I forgot about that. Does, does anyone use yeah. that though? That's almost like, I've seen some, uh, like <laughs> something you'd be embarrassed to have some at this gorilla point. PFPs. Yeah. Yeah. Eight bit gorilla PFPs. Yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. You get like a little verified check mark. Uh huh. But why, why even buy Twitter? Because it's honestly, it's like a dead platform anyway. It's true. Uh, well, is it? No. Well, we'll, we'll see because <laughs> if Elon makes good on his promise to get rid of all of the bots and all of the spam and actually well, have an easy path for verification. Yeah. Yeah, they they fired a lot of people, a lot of the content moderation people, a lot of the data analysis people. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting because, uh, like, especially here at Plev Lab, we've been thinking and focusing on Noster a lot, and just thinking about all these alternative like social media protocols and what does the future look like. And I think that Elon's Twitter is going to kick the can down the road as far as if Elon hadn't acquired Twitter, if like Twitter and Meta and TikTok, if they all just continued down the track that they were going, 
they're pretty close to I think falling out of the approval of the of the mass audience and people would be looking for something different like that's already happened but with an Elon controlled Twitter I feel like Twitter's going to get hot again a lot of people are going to come back um and people are going to be excited about a lot it of people a are time. coming back yeah and but it's not a bad thing we can just keep on building out uh the future and the alternative in the background but there's going to be less of this flight from Twitter, like I've been thinking the last two years with all of the the ghost banning and the censorship and everything on Twitter, like so much of Bitcoin is on Twitter and relies on Twitter. I was thinking that we're going to be forced off of this platform pretty soon, just just by not being able to talk about things like inflation or things that we talk about a lot. I thought we'd be forced off and kind of forced to build an alternative and start to adopt it. But now I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think going to get to play in Twitter land for a little while longer and have some fun, but I still, Twitter's not my final resting place. <laughs> no, me neither. Do you think Binance is evil as a company? <laughs> like they just replaced one evil with another? I think that, uh, you know, I don't like, the, I don't like the word evil, but I think that their incentives given what they do is not good for individuals. It's no. Larry Ellison of Oracle invested a billion dollars as well. Apparently, that's crazy. I would like to see like the full breakdown of who uh, who pitched into the pot. Yeah. To help uh, Elon buy Twitter. I believe in Noster, but we're so stupidly early with Noster that yeah, we're super early with Noster. Noster's gonna take some time. Yeah, yeah, like Noster is like great for doing like an open communications platform that you can build social media on top of. But there really is like way more stuff you can do with Noster. Like Twitter, it's it's just social media, but Noster can do a lot more than that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and this was really Yeah, that that is a potential, you know, you could be incentivized to run a relay cuz maybe you're collecting fees by storing these messages or transmitting them. But also like the like people weren't really incentivized to run web servers. Or Bitcoin uh, nodes. Or Bitcoin nodes. Or Tor relays. Tor relays. Or Minecraft yeah. servers. Yeah. Or any other server where that has a sunken cost. Yeah. Yeah, but Tor has like been fending off like the rest of the world for the longest time. So I'll give them some credit. Like Tor, the developers at Tor, like they've been hard at work, like trying to engineer around nation states who yeah. can like dump billions of dollars attacking their network. So. It is a problem, like the, the incentive problem for running a relay is a problem, but I don't think it's that hard of a problem to solve. I think it just, it hasn't really been approached on Noster because it doesn't need to be at this point. It's yeah. just not really that big of a concern. Same thing like the Valley, Valley and stuff. Like 
just takes a year. <laughs> yeah. We still have to figure out kind of like how to do the, like a real payment protocol. Um, cause we have this, like, we have this code in, um, HTTP that's like just been there forever called 402. 402. Yeah. yeah. Payment required. And so we still haven't figured out exactly what to do with it. Um, but some people use it. Um, I saw it recently for something. I don't remember what it was, yeah. but, uh, Yeah, John. John is going to announce the winner. There's already <laughs> conspiring going on about splitting the winnings. The Teletubbies. It's the Teletubbies. I think it's more like the Helitubbies, but uh, we cannot. Oh, I think we have <laughs> oh, a Oh, they're hugging. How sweet. The Teletubbies apparently have won the costume contest sponsored by Zaprite. Some million sats. Oh, and they're coming over here just for one more nightmarish appearance. Yeah. No, I can't believe I didn't notice the. Uh, so, con the congratulations! Sun baby. Uh, thank you. You're now a million sats richer. Thank you. Both of you. Thank you. I'd like to thank the godlike baby that oversees uh, the Teletubbies. <laughs> Without the godlike baby, we wouldn't be here. Mm. And uh, shout out to the godlike baby. I can't tell if that's sacrilegious or like, like sweet baby Jesus. I don't know. Does do they accept uh, Bitcoin on, on the planet mm -hmm. that you come from? Like, what will you do with all your sounds? We only use Bitcoin. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, Teletubbies are on a Bitcoin standard. They're on a Bitcoin standard. Well, they live in kind of like a bright orange future. I mean, they live in these beautiful mounds, and they've got like automatic vacuum cleaner robots and stuff like that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's a, be it's a beautiful place to live. It's like. This this is what uh, humanity will look like in a thousand years on the Bitcoin standard. So we've got to make it happen. Truly, truly Satoshi's vision right here. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Well, well earned. Well earned. Good stuff. Congratulations. Good games. To our winners. And they're uh, about to uh, get it on in front of the camera. <laughs> oh. All right, Captain voltage. Earth. Use voltage start. for your lightning infrastructure. Voltage is making it possible to where you can be the most basic pleb dev, just a little bit of front end, a little bit of back end, and you're going to be able to make a full stack lightning app um, i'm definitely about to be using voltage for one of my side projects um, especially voltage with the ellen bits plugin makes it super easy to manage lightning funds for tons of users lightning infrastructure always on it's ridiculously cheap right now like how much does it cost for a, a couple like bucks five, a month yeah like five bucks a month and you run yeah. an always online lightning it's node. the same cost for a vps yeah so Vol Voltage is doing the Lord's work, and they're supporting the dev community like nothing else. And they're supporting us for some reason. Yeah. So thank you for that, Voltage. Yeah. Uh, Voltage is the best. Bullish.
But yeah, I guess that's it. Shout out to Voltage. Uh, Halloween Shout episode. Shout out to uh, Pleb Lab. <laughs> yep. All right, Time Cop, take us out. All right, that's it. I'm going to start clapping for myself later.